Preserve and Illuminate podcast, where my dad, Nick Benson, and Justin Moss talk about being salt and light in a bland and dark world. Welcome back to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast uh, with my brother, as always, Justin Moss, and my name is Nick Benson. Hi, Nick Benson. Hello, sir. Um, Welcome back. It seems like it's been forever since we had this recorded conversation yeah um aka the lord's podcast the lord's podcast aka uh us trying to be salt and light in a bland and dark world Mm. um and this time this episode we don't we kind of went the here and now route um it has been a little bit of a break since the last time we got to got to talk and Because of that, I feel like there's tons of things that we can cover and go over because it's been weeks since we've had this. So there's like, oh, the Lord did this at this time. Oh, this, you know, happened. Oh, we went here. We did this. Um, So I think the here and now is kind of a good way to like bring it back to to not a routine, but more of the the weekly episode routine or schedule, I guess you can say, that the Lord has been giving us. But sometimes he takes things away because... We have to have um, our focus and time on more important things. And, right. and you know, the podcast is something that we do because we feel the Lord's prompting to share. But at the same time, it's not like a job. It's not something we are uh, um, focused on doing before, you know, more important things like family and <laughs> uh, <laughs> ministry or uh, life in general, because we have things that we go to or things that we do, you know, like just thinking back the last week, my kids had like the promotion, like end of school years type mm-hmm. things and all those things. So all that stuff takes time, effort um, and focus. So um, I think that's why the Lord, you know, and I was looking back at it and it's funny because we still on average do like three or four episodes a month mm-hmm. and we still did three episodes. And if we, it still looks like we would be doing three episodes again in June, like Oh wow! Moving forward, so right. it's it's like it's funny because in my head I'm like this has been forever, but the Lord's like eh, no, I got this. Right, I got this. So be, even saying that, um, coming here this morning, I feel like every time I tried to come here, uh, <laughs> the enemy attacks in some way, and a lot of times it, it has to do with traffic. Um, and we've heard, you know, uh, Beeler share on the timing mm. and. Uh, you know, we've talked about the GPT that Marco shared on God's Perfect Time. We even did an episode on that. Um, but I still have to be reminded of that. And this morning it was one of those moments because I felt like 
man, that enemy always attacks when I'm trying to get to Justin's house just so we can record an episode. Like, I know it's the enemy, but then I was sitting there on the freeway, not moving, and remembering those things that we've talked about and saying, like, oh, man, well, maybe maybe I'm putting myself in front of all this stuff where God could be, like, interceding or providing for someone in this very moment that I'm talking about, woe is me. Like, oh, every time I do this, this happens. And it's like... um which reminded me of John Mata's um, talk at the New Man class. Mm-hmm. He he shared on Peter's I wills, yeah. which I always remember Satan's I wills in, in Isaiah, like how he, he mm. fell was the I will be, you know, like right. he's trying to put himself on God's level. Well, I, I never really read that passage of Peter's I wills. And, and basically it's about, you know, putting yourself in front of things that, the Lord may be doing or the Lord needs to do. And yeah, we don't always want those things to happen, especially the things that need to be done. But I always, you know, tell my family, like nothing worth doing is ever going to be easy. So we do have to keep our eye on him and not ourselves, and not keep putting, you know, like I was saying, I was putting myself in front of everything that the Lord might be doing with that traffic or why, it, why even traffic happened. You know, I don't, right. I don't know. So, um, but the here and now, I feel like we can do the same thing where we can put ourselves or put worldly distractions in front. We can talk about all these topics that could be going on right now, here and now, in our world or in our nation, in our city. Um, but I think why the Lord gives us these opportunities is to to share His light and show His light um, yeah. and not get distracted or cause anybody listening to get more distracted on what they may have seen online or seen on the TV or news or whatever. So, um, so I think the here and now for us, we get to share on what the Lord's been doing and speaking to us. Um, we're usually weekly basis, but it's been a couple weeks. So, um, for you, what, what would you want to talk about? What, you know, what, what has the Lord spoke to you recently reading wise or anything? Um, a couple of things that he's, that he spoke to me about, um, some of it has to do with patience, and you mentioned it too, his timing. Yeah. Because you could see how everything's opening up, everybody's getting busy, and it's easy to fall back into the same traps of our time versus his time, our will, like you said, versus his will. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and as, as the potter molds a clay, it hurts, it's, it's, it's work. Uh, and you know, sometimes we have to put in that work, but also, you know, there's something that I like to call the collateral beauty of God's work in our life where, for instance, you coming here and being in traffic could be because he didn't want you to be part of the accident that that, that was up ahead. Amen. You know what I mean? So we don't, we don't know and far be it from us to think that we can control our life, but we also have to be aware of those times that we are being checked, those times that we are being put in a place where we're being challenged. Um, Because sometimes if we arrive, you know, upset and, 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 and flustered, then, you know, we're passing on a witness to somebody else of what a Christian is. And we have to be very, very careful of that Mm -hmm. because we can't talk about to other people when they're in a going through a bad time. Oh, it's God's perfect timing. You're going to be okay. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> trust in the Lord. And then you show up. I can't believe I caught four red lights today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. So we, we, we have to be mindful of that. 
but I think that these situations, like what you had this morning, like what, you know, we were on vacation. We had a couple of instances like that where it's like, what is, why is this happening? Mm, yeah. You know, you're, you're, you, you get upset and you get caught up in your flesh, but you miss the collateral beauty of God's work. Like mm. he, you know, he, sometimes he intentionally slows us down. He's like, wait, just, just wait mm. for us. That wait, if somebody, you know, if you were talking to somebody and they said, hold on real quick. And then they just stared at you for five minutes. You'd be like, dude, I'm gonna punch you. Mm, like, yeah. what is your problem? Yeah. I wasn't done. <laughs> right. But, you know, when God does it, we have to realize that it, there's always a reason and a purpose in his will. Right. And, and sometimes we fail to look at that, that collateral beauty. And John presented that very nicely in, uh, in the devotion last night where he talked about Peter's will. Like mm. you mentioned, where, you know, Peter said, you know, I will, I will never deny you. I will die for you. Mm. And, you know, next thing you know, Peter's denying him. And he's out fishing with his buddies because he, you know. He, he felt the weight of, of his decision and the guilt and then took other people with him. We, we're going to do the same thing if we don't pay attention. The collateral beauty was while Peter was doing that, Jesus was, was on the shore. Yeah. Right. You know, he was calling him. He was restoring him. And he reminded him and he took him all the way back before he even knew Jesus and called him, you know, you know, Simon, son of Jonah. Right. Yeah. You know, he brought him all the way back to right when he was a little baby beginning yeah. into the beginning. You know, do you love me more than these? And so he, 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 he ran the gamut of that. And we have to make sure that we understand that work in our lives and how he wants to do the same thing for us, um, regardless of what the circumstances are, because we are going to get very, very busy if we're not already. Right. Mm, yeah. You know, it, it, truth, you know, evidence and truth is, you know, it's, it's hard for us to find like a little block in our schedules, right. Where both of us can, can set aside time um, because of how busy we're getting. And that's not a bad thing mm -hmm. because, you know, our family, our ministry, you know, even our work, you know, these things are important, you know, because they're opportunities for us to be witnesses. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, we can't get caught up in those things that we did before. And, you know, I'm going to reference pre COVID because during COVID everybody got the reset button. Mm -hmm. You know, like I, like I mentioned in a devotion, everybody got put on the bench. Mm -hmm. Right. And I don't want to get put on the bench again. No way. I didn't like that. No, it wasn't fun. Never. Especially for me. <laughs> I can't stop moving. I can't stop. Won't stop. <laughs> so what, 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 what about for you, Nick? Was there anything in particular? Um, it's happening lately or it's going on. Uh, definitely. There's always something happening. That's for sure. Uh, like you said, there's all, it's busy. We can't even, um, find an hour block to to set aside these talks a lot of the time but at the same time i trust that the lord's working in that because he still mm -hmm. gives us those opportunities Amen. and um the things that keep us busy he's also trusted that to us so i just pray to stay faithful and obedient to those things because that's what he's given me to do so i don't want to get you know stuck on the things I want to do, because that's that same thing where I'm putting myself, let's, you know, in front of what God has intended me to do or mm -hmm. what he's called me to do. Um, and you mentioned, um, I can't remember exactly what you said, but you mentioned where the, basically like the influence of other people um, are causing different things. Like we got mm -hmm. reset or um, something maybe going on personal wise that, causes you to change or to not to waver but to to have to rethink things where 
I remember growing up, peer pressure was like one of the things they always talked about and, mm -hmm. and made sure, like my parents, for sure, they would always tell me, like, don't, don't fall into peer pressure. As a younger kid, I didn't really understand what it meant. And then as I got older, I was kind of like, it's not peer pressure. I'm just hanging with my friends. Like, I, I you know, I'd start making <laughs> justified. Yeah, I start justifying <laughs> or making a compromise out of it or, you know, trying to. Um, and one of the things that kind of came up in my mind is something I've been I've been meaning to do a devotion, like write a devotion on it. But I haven't had one the time or two the words to like actually pin it or write it or type it, whatever you want to say. Um, but I think maybe that he's been he's been wanting me to share it on here, like audibly, um, because we've talked about I think it was the what is truth episode. Mm -hmm. And you talked about uh, Pilate and Jesus conversation. Oh, yeah. And then Pilate's like, you know, what is truth? And yeah. like, it's like kind of like a throwing your hands up in the air, like kind of like 100 percent rhetorical. Turn rhetorical around and walk away and walks away. So I think. A lot of that has to do with the pressure he was under from his peers. Mm -hmm. So he he couldn't even really justify actual truth because he knew that if it didn't agree or go along with everyone else's view or belief, mm -hmm. it would the truth would change or the truth would have to compromise or get you know shifted a little bit. Um, so it kind of brought me back to that 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 trial period and. When I was reading through it in Matthew, I believe it's, yeah, it's 27. Um, it goes, the, the trial is from 11, verse 11 through, uh, what is it back here? The 20, 26. And I was kind of stuck on a few different things. I'm not going to read the entire, all the verses, but um, in, in 17, it talks about as the crowds gathered before Pilate's house that morning, he asked them, which one do you want me to release, Barabbas or Jesus, who is called the Messiah? He knew very well that the religious leaders had arrested Jesus out of envy. So he, he knows that there's actually no criminal cause or justification to what they want him to do to Jesus. He knows that the only reason he's standing before them is because they're envious of what Jesus has done, can do what he says, or what who he even is. You know, mm -hmm. they, they want to be that. Uh, they're, they, you know, they're putting the eyes in front of it again. You know, gotta right. learn, we have to learn how to take the eye out of our mouth. You know, like mm -hmm. we can't do that. Um, so it goes on to say in 19, then just then as Pilate was sitting on the judgment seat, his wife sent him a message leave that innocent man alone. I suffered through a terrible nightmare about him last night. So, you know, his wife's even telling him, like kind of confirming what he already knows that he's innocent and his wife's even saying he's innocent yet he continues on um continues down to uh, 21 the governor asks again which of these two do you want me to release and the crowd shouted back uh barabbas which barabbas is like basically like the counterfeit of uh, of jesus right so it's like they're um they're thinking he's the savior because he's He's, um, they want to get rid of Jesus, basically. He, they would rather have the man than, than the son of man, right? Right. Um, and then it continues on um, in 23, saying, Why? Pilate demanded. What crime has he committed? But the mob roared out even louder, Crucify him. Pilate saw that he wasn't getting anywhere in the riot, and that a riot was developing. So he sent a bowl, for a bowl of water and washed his hands before the crowd, saying, I am innocent of this man's 
blood. The responsibility is yours. So he's still trying to pass the buck. He knows he knows the truth, but knows that the crowd is going to push back at his decision. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because that's even what the Jewish leaders did to, to Jesus. They didn't arrest him when he was at the temple or anything like that. They waited till he was alone because they were in fear of the crowd and of people, yeah, the, of the, the, yeah. the peers, you know, their peers. So, um, and then 25 and all the people yelled back, uh, we will take responsibilities for his, responsibility for his death, we and our children. So Pilate released Barabbas to them. He ordered Jesus flogged with a lead-tipped whip, then turned him over to the Roman soldiers to be crucified. So his, ultimately, Pilate's fear of man about his fear, fear of his peers, fear of like his status, mm-hmm. he gave up another man. And not only just a man, but he gave up Jesus. And yes, there was God's plan and God's timing for these things to happen. He had to use people in order for that to happen too. Um, but you can tell that Pilate is making these decisions he has a free will to choose right and choose wrong. And the, and God gave him every opportunity to make the right choice, mm-hmm. even though he, he knew that ultimately he wasn't because he was going to be the one that crucified Jesus. Um, but it's just crazy to me that, like thinking in my own life, I can have those same type of things, speed bumps, whatever you want to call it, in my life where it's telling me, slow down or mm-hmm. stop or left turn not you know don't go straight you know like you know where the lord's providing i'm not i can find those moments where it's like oh but what if what is what is so and so going to think or um how is my boss going to think about you know like so it's like again i'm fearing a man or i'm fearing a status so we have to like we have to, like i tell myself and it's a constant prayer to to take the eye out of me stop worrying about um what people are going to think of me or what um, what if I may get canceled because of something or because I'm, you know, of my belief or what I say, you know, and, and I, I can't be afraid of, uh, going against the culture or yeah. going upstream, you know? And so that's for me, something that the Lord's been working on my heart for a few months where it's just keep going against the culture because the culture is the world and not to be a rebel or in a way that we're causing trouble, but in a way that it's it's showing people like, hey, you're going the wrong way. You know, like try to, you know, we're supposed to sit at the gates of, of hell trying to stop people from from destruction, you know. Right. And, and yeah, we have to do that for ourselves first because we're not going to be able to help anybody if we're not helping ourselves. So we got to put that oxygen mask on first, you know, as the plane's going down mm-hmm. so we can help the others around us. Yeah, amen to that. I think it's also important to note that Pilate was dealing with pride because he knew that if he went against all those people outside of those doors, that he uh, would not be able to retain the power that he had or grow in stature as a politician in in those times. Mm -hmm. So he, he wrestled, he wrestled with his own pride. And even though he knew that he was giving the people what he wanted, his heart and his conscience told him otherwise. Right. You know, and it's all evident, like you mentioned earlier, and just that question, because, you know, if you think about that, like we could, we could do 19 podcasts just on, on, you know, on those three words, right? What Mm -hmm. is truth? Mm -hmm. Because he knew the truth was absolute. Mm -hmm. He knew 
that the truth wasn't being done. But he also had that wrestling where I, I know what the truth is, but I can't, I can't do it right now. Mm-hmm. I can't. So he's like, what is truth then? Like, what is it? And he, he truly questioned himself. But like we talked about, you know, on, on probably a few podcasts now, you know, the truth is what everybody's searching for mm-hmm. and everybody knows where to find it, but they just refuse to, to yield to their pride and actually go and seek the Lord. Right. And all of it has to do with, because I don't want to give up this. It's those back to the I wills. It's mm-hmm. all because they, they refuse to give up, you know, those things. And, you know, we're not infallible by any means either as Christians, because there's things that we should probably give up that we won't, right? We don't necessarily, you and I love coffee, right? Mm-hmm. We probably shouldn't be drinking as much coffee as we do, mm-hmm. right? We like, I like cookies, right? <laughs> probably shouldn't be eating as many cookies as I do. And it'd be, it'd be easy for me to give it up, but yeah. I, I don't want to, yeah. you know? But that, that desire that we have unchecked fully manifests itself into sin at some point. Yeah. And we have to check it. We have to, you know, guard ourselves and protect ourselves. And the majority of that protection and understanding comes in getting in the word and prayer. Right. We, that's where it starts. Right. Where we're seeking the Lord and his will for our life. So we're not going outside of that. Mm. And that's important for us as christians to to you know to focus on you know the um the other thing you mentioned about the the culture and the cancel culture i saw last i'm pretty sure last week uh on tv and uh it was like a group of people it was just real quick um but they they were talking about oh all these people are like cancel culture everybody's saying cancel culture when they're doing something that you don't like like no you're actually canceling people yeah <laughs> trump got banned from facebook for two years right. that's a cancellation right you know that that and that's that's really that list ha- goes on and on so there's a lot more people that have that's happened to too yeah i'm sure yeah i'm sure and it won't it won't be publicized no um but you know what what you what we're seeing in our lifetime is um you know, the, the, the slow, and I'm going to call it methodical process of the eradication of freedom yeah. of, or how it was defined and what our country was built on. Right. More than we'll ever get into on this particular podcast. But truth be told, we have still at this point in time in history have our rights to still speak freely. Well, people, other people have the right to tell us to shut up. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reason I mention that is because we, as that platform gets smaller and smaller and that time frame gets smaller and smaller, we have to be mindful of what we're saying, mm. right? Because if I only have an opportunity to tell you two words, then I better be very careful about what those words are, right? right? Because if I say, hey, Nick, dude, you're hanging. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's it. Like what? You're like, what? 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 What, what? what Justin? <laughs> Spit it out. Yeah, tell me. <laughs> right? But if I say Jesus loves, you're like, oh, yeah, right. Open ended, yeah. right. You can fill in the blank after that. So we or it could just be a statement. Or could, Jesus a loves. Statement. Period. What? <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. Yeah. <laughs> but we have to be we have to be mindful of that in these times, especially you know thinking about the here and now, hmm. because you, our, our 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 opportunities to be that salt and light are just getting smaller and smaller. At some point, we you know, we, we, we will get canceled, you know, whether it's, you know, because of what society does or, you know, the Lord says, all right, that's it. Right. I'm coming. Right. I'm done. Right. 
Yeah, these bodies cancel out at some point anyways. Roger that. Uh, I saw a commercial and, you know, I'm not going to mention what it was for, but it was, uh, it actually had Snoop Dogg in it. Okay. And he, and he says, um, if time is money, then the question should be, how are you spending it? Wisdom by Snoop. Yeah. And I was like, you know, like I said, as a, a secular ad for commercial on TV, but I, it actually made me stop and think like, that's actually like pretty pretty profound because the world will tell you that time is money mm -hmm. and it is like important like that is an important question how do you spend your time not saying that uh, like his his ver the reason he said it was not how i was interpreting it and how you know i started praying on it right but um but the lord does that he uses things like that to try to to slow us down you know and i felt like that was one of those moments where you know i was a uh, it was, I don't even, I think it was actually not, I wasn't even watching. I think I was listening, like it was background at work. Mm. And, and, you know, you can, when you hear Snoop Dogg, you know his voice. Like it's pretty recognizable, no matter if I can see him or not. And then he said that and I started laughing and chuckling. But then I was like, oh man, that's like a pretty, because one of the things that I've been trying to be better at is a steward of my time. Mm. And, and, and the world can relate to money because it's one of the things that people are, most desire while they're here on this earth so um i think it was even good on his side for saying it because it's going to make people even think about how they're spending their time and mm -hmm. granted they may not take it how i was taking it but um, we should all think about and uh, how we're spending our time and what we're doing with what the lord's given us because if we're stuck on the eyes and and what we want to do um we'll miss so much and we'll lose out on a lot we'll miss out on blessings we'll miss out on um life we'll miss out on so much that he wants to bless and push through not only us but even for me my children my wife my my you know friends and family and my, you know church brethren everybody because I was stuck on wanting to watch a, a game on tv or I wanted to go play a sport or which all those things are fine, but it's there's time and a place, you yeah. know, and like so. I I've been personally trying to be a better steward of the time. So um, it's just funny that the here and now we end up talking about, you know, the 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 eyes in front of him, you know, mm -hmm. and he is supposed to be greater than I than I, right? Mm -hmm. That's what we should we should be living by in that mindset. Um, but the world tells us the complete opposite just a it's a it's a constant trap a constant um confusion a constant distraction to to keep us stuck on eyes you know mm -hmm. iphones you know facebook myspace it's all it's all i i i yeah it's all and it's all like the the root of it is consumerism too right you know if you think about you know if we if you were to boil it all down it's all just to sell you something mm -hmm. to get to get money from you right <laughs> which you know it's it's been said right that money is the root of all evil right um and there's 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 some significant truth to that because we're witnessing it mm -hmm. we're seeing it drive a whole uh not a whole but multiple generations yeah right multiple generations are all are all sold out completely sold out that you know that they just want to be known 
they want their name to be out there. They want to be part of, um, part of, I guess I'll call it infamy, right? Mm. But trying to make their name. And there's only one name that matters. Amen. You know, and that's Jesus. Anything other than that, you're wasting your time. <laughs> You'd be the most famous person in hell. Right. Watch out. Right. <laughs> but something else uh, I wanted to, 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 to say, um, because if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For if you want to, if you want to make him laugh, tell, tell him your plans. <laughs> like, hey, Lord, <laughs> that's pretty good, actually. Right? <laughs> but, oh, really? I like uh, kind of. I thought when when you mentioned about the everyone wants to be famous or known. Yeah. Um, a couple of days ago, I heard a joke. There, there. I can't remember who was saying it, but they were basically saying. I remember when going viral was a bad thing mm. when you, because meant you meant that meant you had like a virus that you were sick and you were right. and you were viral. So people stayed away from you, but now right. people like strive to be viral. And it's kind of funny to me, the, the people's mentalities and thought processes that, uh, especially over the generations as they change and words even change where like, man, that used to mean like, Something really, something really, really bad. bad. And then now you're making it into like something that's cool. It's like so crazy to me. But that's, you know, one of the things I wanted to, to share was based on that was we, we're not here to study man. We're here to study the Bible or mm-hmm. study God's word, right? Mm-hmm. Like if we study man and what man is doing and what the world is doing or not doing, um, we're ultimately just chasing our tail or mm-hmm. burning rubber, you know, and we're not really going anywhere, just peeling out. Um, but if we study God's word, um, I like what, what brother Lonnie said over the weekend at Awana, he said, as we read and as we eat God's word, it goes into our mind, which then goes down to our heart, which then will come out of our mouth because Mm -hmm. out of the mouth comes from the abundance of our heart. You know, we Mm -hmm. speak from our heart. So if the only way to speak from, from our heart, um, that will enlighten people or give people um, something, some sort of hope or something to look forward to is when we take in God's word and be able to share it. Um, because ultimately, if we don't, we're sharing worldly wisdom, which mm-hmm. we all know doesn't really get us anywhere and kind of just a, a fleeting, fleeting vapor. Yeah, and returns, returns void too. Right. You know, because there's nothing behind it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I mean, I know Lonnie had wisdom. Yeah. So, he has a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. My, that might Tiny, be it. My new. I think that was the, that yeah, was it. That was, that was the extent of his wisdom. Yeah. But it hit me though. I liked it. Thank you, Lonnie. <laughs> Thank you, Lonnie. <laughs> if you even listen. Yeah, he probably doesn't. <laughs> right. Um and by the way, uh Lonnie, you lost the podcast war. Yeah. Because you quit. Because you quit. <laughs> so we win. White flag. <laughs> White flag. <laughs> I see you waving it. All right. Uh let's do uh let's do some closing closing notes here. What do you got for closing notes? Um, me is just, um, actually a quote from, from John Mata again. It's just that he, he shared that self leads to failure Mm. and that to me hit home because, uh, every time I've found myself putting self into it, Mm. doing all that I can do because I'm doing it, uh, I've always fell flat on my face. I've every single time have failed or did it. And it was, uh, something that didn't last it, or like, like even the building on the rock or the sand. Like mm-hmm. I've, I feel like that I've witnessed that where I've built something and felt proud of it and then mm-hmm. just watched it like just 
like start to wash away like wait what like and that's that's actually what brett shared too was you know we're um between those two people they both uh heard god's word one did it and one didn't do it but they both built something correct so we cannot do what god tells us to do and still build something that is ultimately going to be on a, a, a shifty foundation that'll like I said, wash away or crumble. It talks about a mighty crash, you know, like, mm -hmm. so, um, to me, that's, that's, that's for me, that's, that's a, that's a heavy one. It's, it's to hear God's word and to, and to do it, actually do it. Yeah, I agree. You're always building something mm -hmm. always. And it's, you know, either good or bad. Right. You get to pick. Um, you went through Matthew chapter 27, right? And mm -hmm. there's something I want to point out because it's the only red letters mm -hmm. in that, in that whole chapter. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, it's in verse, uh, verse 11 and it's, it's where, you know, Jesus is actually facing Pilate, right? But he, he stood before him and then he asked him, are you the King of the Jews? And Jesus said to him, it is as you say, mm -hmm. at least that's a, what my version is. <laughs> it is as you say, but that simple statement is so amazing and profound to the extent that we we can speak things and i'm not talking about this prosperity preaching but we could speak things um, to encourage people we can speak things to break people down we can also speak jesus hmm. so it's going to be what we say our life is going to be what what we say so are we saying jesus or are we are we building our our foundation on the rock mm. or are we saying snoot dog and <laughs> <laughs> thanks a lot justin no problem i got your back nick <laughs> <laughs> uh, but in all seriousness are we saying what the world would want us to to, to say yeah. are we following are we following the, the culture yeah and jesus was telling Pilate, you know it is as you say yeah but Pilate probably didn't realize what Jesus was saying. That's the only thing. And, and, and Pilate just goes on this rant on him. Like he just unloads. He's like, you know, what do you guys want to do? Kill him, kill him. He's like, what do what am I supposed to do? And he starts to question everything. But, you know, Jesus told them the truth. Yeah. That, that was the absolute truth. It is, as you say, right. but the way he worded it was, you said it. Yeah. And you recognize it. Now you own it. Guess yeah. what? Right. Now that is the truth. You just heard it. Yeah. Right. What are you going to do with I just, it? All right, what are you going to do with it? And I think that for the here and now, that's that's a statement and a declaration that we as Christians have to carry on mm. because it is, as we say, but is it, are we saying Jesus? Mm -hmm. People are going to take what we give them uh, because we've built a level of trust in them or they're not because we haven't built a level of trust in them. We haven't mm. spoke Jesus. Yeah. They don't, they don't see the gospel and the witness of the work in our lives they only see you know blah 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 yeah whatever, whatever right? they only see the culture right yeah and shame on us if that's the case true we're not being a light at that point that's it we're just right. blending and not not seasoning there's a basket over your light oh nobody can see Boom. it that was good <laughs> when with prayer then all right let's go uh dear jesus thank you for today thank you for uh blessing us and watching over us thank you for this time uh, we've had to to talk and and uh, share your word and share what's uh, what you've put on our hearts and minds. And I just pray that um, anybody listening was was ministered to and blessed. I know I was even talking to my brother. I just thank you for Justin and his family and 
um, all that they provide and give um, to you. I just thank you for their uh, faithfulness and obedience to your to your will and wor- word, Lord. And I just thank you for my family and all that you do in and through us. And I pray the same uh, blessings on anybody listening, Lord. I pray that you keep them safe and protected. And I pray that uh, all we talked about was something that uh, hopefully uh, shed a light on um, something they may be going through or maybe will go through. I pray that you use uh, the words you spoke through us to 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 strengthen them and to encourage um, anybody that is even listening now or uh, will listen in the future. And I just thank you for the opportunity you give us to be able to to talk like this and 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 fellowship um, and sharpen each other. I just thank you for that. I thank you for all that you do for us, and and uh, we just pray that you continue to draw us closer to you. We thank you. We love you, and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And don't forget, Jesus loves you, and so do we. Thank you for listening to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast. We hope and pray this episode has brightened up your day. We appreciate you, and if possible, please post or share with anyone anyone that may also enjoy our podcast. God bless.